This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome back. I mean, just to the point. Look, I, I said and wrote a lot of things in December of 2014. It would be easy for anybody to go back and find. Uh, so for me to try to run away from my position at the time and how I felt about those floor crossings would be rather pointless and would be supremely hypocritical. I had strong views about the decision by those Wild Rose MLAs to join the PCs. I disagreed with it. I said as much. And obviously, politically speaking, didn't work out for them, didn't work out for the PC party. So we'll see if this works out for this particular individual, whether this works out for the NDP. Uh, I wanted to continue this conversation, though, about where politics stand here in 2016 now, or as 2016 draws to a close, I suppose what it means for the political landscape. Joining us on the line is Greg Clark. He is the MLA for Calgary Elbow and is the leader of the Alberta Party of Alberta. Greg, <laughs> great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Great to be here. Well, quite a day. Um, just let me get your, your own thoughts and impressions on, on what went down yesterday. Well, you know, I know Sandra Jansen pretty well, and, and I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for her. I, I disagree with her, uh, that the NDP is a moderate or, or big tent or centrist party. Uh, a centrist party would, would be socially moderate and fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. The NDP is socially moderate, but they are grossly fiscally irresponsible. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I don't quite uh, agree with her motivations, but, you know, on a, on a personal and a human level, I, I still have a tremendous amount of respect for Sandra as a person. All right. Well, I mean, it, it seems to me that there may be a place in your party for some disaffected Tories, those who believe that the party is becoming less socially progressive. So, I mean, the, the question is, I guess, did, did you reach out to Sandra? Did Sandra reach out to you at any point? Were there any conversations at all? Yeah, there was. You know, Sandra and I talk quite often. We sit on a, on a Calgary Homeless Foundation committee together, and of course, we sit close to each other in the legislature. But yeah, I did reach out. We had coffee about a week ago, frankly, almost to the minute. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked about uh, the future, what it would hold. Uh, she indicated to me that she was uh, not going to run again. Uh, and, and I, you know, I don't know whether that still holds after what's transpired here. But, you know, what I could offer Sandra was the opportunity to do, to do a lot of hard work to build a truly centrist party. Uh, and uh, the only thing I couldn't offer her was a seat on the government benches and maybe a shot of cabinet uh, in the next short while. Um, she's obviously made the decision she's made, but yeah, we we, we talked uh, specifically about uh, you know the future, and um, uh, but you know we, we also do tend to talk on a pretty regular basis. Right. Well, and we had Thomas Lukasik on earlier, and what, what I said to him that you know as much as maybe Sandra thought she was really striking a blow against Jason Kenney yesterday, it uh, it, it really was a, a shot at at uh, I think true centrist to suggest that that those are your two choices in Alberta. You're you're either with Jason Kenney or you're with Rachel Notley and there's nothing in between. Well, I I think that polarization is is, uh, is something that that both the NDP and the right wing, whatever that turns out to be, uh, it benefits both of them. And so they're pushing that agenda. They're going to force Albertans to choose between two bad options. Uh, One, if you care about money and one, if you care about people. I care about both. I want good fiscal discipline, and I want to make sure we're looking out for our neighbors and that we protect vulnerable people, um, that we're unequivocally supportive of, uh, of the LGBTQ community, uh, that kids are safe in school, and, and that uh, our neighbors uh, who need help get help. Um, 
I don't think Albertans should have to make a choice between those two things. I think we have to get them both right. So this weekend, we're holding our convention here in Calgary called Centre Together. Uh, you can go to albertaparty.ca and sign up. Even as an observer, you don't need to be a party member to attend. Uh, and we are bringing centrists together. We have two and a half years to do it, and I'm really optimistic we're going to make it happen. How are we defining? I mean, everybody, I think, literally everybody in, in politics today in 2016 would describe themselves as fiscally conservative. I think even the NDP would try to to claim that mantle as absurd as it might seem. There are also a lot of people who want to claim the mantle of being moderate and, and centrist. So how are we defining all of these things? Oh, uh, to, to me, I, I think that it's it's really simple. I, I think that we don't simply tolerate different views. We celebrate different views. Uh, we celebrate diversity, and, and, and it's not about power. Uh, it is about what's right for our province. It's about having people in the legislature who are tremendous community people, uh, who are part of what I call the STP in any community, the, the same 10 people that get everything done. They sit on the community association board, they're in Rotary, you need the rink boards put up, they're the first ones there. They need, you know, uh, the, the senior shovel or walk needs shoveling, they're there. You know, they're, they're those people. We need those folks to uh, be the ones that we have in the legislature representing our communities. So, and and you know, to me, what does good fiscal responsibility mean? It, it means getting more for less out of government services. It doesn't necessarily mean spending the least amount of money possible. It means getting good value for the money we spend, answering the "what's in it for me" question for all Alberta taxpayers, uh, and also making sure that the government is is seen truly as a way of channeling our 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 shared interest in making sure that people who really need help get the help they need and that those services are delivered effectively and efficiently. Well, it, I mean, yeah, the, the, the timing of this yesterday, to, to have someone uh, standing in front of a podium talking about how reasonable and, and moderate the NDP are uh, on a week that we're learning more about how they're charging headlong on this, this PPA issue uh, and how they've got virtually everybody else in the province saying how, how off track they are, uh, on top of everything else they've been doing as of late, I, I think it gets back to the point you made. They don't really seem to be acting either centrist or moderate in most respects. It, you know, you can say the words, but it's your actions that matter. Uh, and there is no question, trust me, I can tell you from talking with New Democrat MLAs, cabinet ministers, and senior uh, advisors within, the, they are rabid on this PPA lawsuit. They don't understand the impact that, that it has already had on investment in Alberta. I, can, I was talking with some people in the banking world yesterday, uh, and they said there are New York bankers who are looking at even notly speculating that she might legislate to retroactively change a contract. That is costing Albertans who are borrowing money more because there's a risk premium being attached to money, and there are some deals that are, look like they're going to be pulled off the table. The, the, the investments, big, multi-million, potentially billion-dollar investments in Alberta, not just in electricity, but in things totally unrelated because the bankers and the global finance people who do these deals look at the government risk, and now they're looking at the NDP government in Alberta as risky. Um, that's that's real money, and, and, and I actually said this to Brian Mason uh, yesterday in, a, in a, a forum in Edmonton. I said, this isn't a partisan comment. This is hurting Alberta, and you need to stop. So, you know, the NDP, I, I unfortunately don't think understand, or if they do, worse yet, maybe don't care that it's having a, a serious detrimental impact on our province. Um, so there's no question that is not what I would consider centrist or responsible in any way. Indeed. Well, we'll leave there. Greg has mentioned that uh, Centre Together event takes place this weekend, the Sheraton Cavalier, details at albertaparty.ca. Thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Anytime.
Take care. Greg Clark, leader of the Alberta Party, his thoughts on what happened yesterday and whether there is a place in between the right, as represented by what Jason Kenney envisions, and the Rachel Notley-led NDP. 403-974-8255 is a telephone number. Talking about floor crossing, talking about the direction of the NDP. You know, the point's been made, and obviously my colleague made it this morning, that all parties... All parties have accepted floor crossers. There's really no party in Canada that can stand up and say, we never have and never will. And there are varying degrees of hypocrisy uh, amongst the people who have made that decision. I don't believe that crossing the floor should be an automatic by-election. I think a lot lot of people do. I, I don't. And maybe in some cases, the constituents in that particular writing might understand it. I'd say, you know what, that makes sense. Right? That if a party said, we're not going to close down that factory in that town, vote for us, and we'll make sure it stays open. And then after they get into office, the party says, nah, you know what, forget that town. Go shut that down. If that elected representative wanted to join a party that was going to stand in support of that factory, maybe people there would understand and appreciate it. What I do think should exist And ironically, it's something that Sandra Jansen, you might recall, spoke out vocally against, is voter recall. Because there are a lot of ways that you can violate the trust, betray the trust of those that elected you. And voter recall is a mechanism by which citizens can... Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.